Hello, everybody. Welcome to Power Talks. If you haven't listened to Teenagers and Sex Part 1, make sure you go ahead and listen to that because this is a continuation of the conversation we were having on that episode. Make sure you go listen to that and then come back on this one. Thank you. We are super excited to bring you back a brand new episode with your hosts, as always, Antonika, Kiara, and Alessa. And I also wanted to add on to what Kiara said about this Nikki link earlier on. We're going to move on to our last question is related to this, but I also thought we should touch on this. So like, what do you ladies think about the hookup culture? And I'm going to explain what a hookup culture is. And it is one that accepts and encourages casual sex encounters, including one night stands and other related activities without necessarily including emotional intimacy, bonding, or a committed relationship. Um, you know, like we were talking earlier, I feel like sometimes, like Kira said, you know, sometimes people don't have sex just because they're in love or to be in a relationship, but you know, just because they want to experience it, you know, whatever your reason may be. But when I also think of sex, like I personally believe that you're connecting with the other person in different ways other than just physically. I personally believe that you like you're spiritually connecting to that person. That part of that person now is in you and part of you is not in that person. And when sex is so since sex is so normalized nowadays, like people are always having sex with different people. And now I kind of feel like you're losing yourself in all of that because the way I see it is a part of you is left with every person that you're sleeping with. And it's like, you know, when does it, <laughs> when does it stop? You know, that's why for me, I see marriage as the goal because you can be in a relationship with many people you don't have to have sex with all of these people and you know as you grow and you learn it and you're experiencing things but when you get older and you you learn it like this is what i want this is what i want to do this is what i want to have and you get married even though down the line that marriage might not work out and some people are not looking for marriage but when you find that person that you know, has all the attributes that you look for, not just physically, but like personally, you can connect with that person emotionally. All of those things are important. I feel like um, it plays a role. You can now stay with that person, you know, long-term wise, not just whenever you feel like you want to, you just hooking up with some person, you know what I mean? So what do you ladies think about that? One more thing Alessa said is um, like, kids are just talking about sex now. And it's like, like there's no way to avoid it even if you you know take your kid's phone away like sitting in the classroom that's what kids are talking about and that's why i think it's important for you to talk to your kid about that at home before they hear that school because i know when i was hearing all these different words at school and all these different terms i was curious and i didn't want to ask my mom about it so i went and googled it and you know was the information that i googled necessarily right probably not which is why i think it's important for you to talk to your kids about it from as young as like the fifth grade because I was learning about this stuff from way before grade five but I think the fifth grade is definitely where you should start and then um to answer the question I the question was do I agree with it or what do I think about it either one whether you agree and what you also think about it so I agree with accepting hookup culture not hookup culture but I agree with accepting people who sleep with multiple people 
I don't think that they should be shamed or that we should, you know, make them seem like they're disgusting people. But I don't agree with encouraging it necessarily. You know, if that's what you want to do, then you can do that. But I don't think it should be this thing that's normalized and like, okay, you know, everyone has slept with half of the country and like, you know, like, I don't think it should be encouraged, accepted. Okay. Like if someone, you know, has a high body count, okay, that's fine. You can, like, they should be accepted. They shouldn't be excluded and like shamed. I think it's hard as well. Like with the whole hookup culture thing, it's hard for people who want to wait till marriage. Um... And because if everyone around you is thinking about sex, everyone around you is talking about sex, like there's sex all around you. And it's not that, you know, people who want to wait till marriage are being shamed. It's not like people are like, oh, you're such a loser. Like in the movies, it's not like that, but it's like, you just feel left out because everyone is talking about it. And like, it's not like you can say, oh, well, you know, I can relate. You can't relate. You can't relate to most of the things people talk about. And, you know, everyone wants to fit in. Everyone wants to be able to relate. So it makes it hard for those who are trying to wait because waiting is not easy. It's not. What about you, Alessa? Um, so first of all, before I answer the question, you know, the, the other day, this girl was, um, was like, I was hanging out with groups of people that I met in high school. Not concerning them, my friends, because, you know, we're not friends yet. Most of them I'm not really planning to be friends with, but hey. Um, and this girl was talking about how she lost her virginity and she was pregnant. I'm like, what? Like, I'm like a ninth grader? No, no, wait. I'm like, you know, this girl, everyone knows she didn't lose her virginity. And um, after you eat McDonald's and you get your fat, it doesn't mean you're pregnant. Anyways, this girl was joking around about it. And I'm just like, that's not really funny. Like, that, that's not funny. You know, it's like, that's serious business right there. And it's like, you know, everyone takes it as a joke now. It's like, when you lose, like, I feel like when a person says, I lost my virginity, oh, they're cool. Oh, they're so cool. It's like, no, that's not... Like, you know, if you're a ninth grader losing your virginity, that that's um that's unfortunate for you. Because um you just went through yeah. something that you, you you probably should have thought about it. Um and wait, wait, Alessa, mm-hmm. sorry, before you go into answering the question, I just wanted to say something to what you just said. Like pretending I remember when I was little, you know, when you're little you put the ball in your shirt and you pretend like you're pregnant. Like nowadays that is actually not a joke. Cause I remember on Mother's Day, I made a joke and I post like I pushed my stomach out as as like why as like far as I could and pretended I was pregnant and I po- posted it on my Snapchat story as a joke when everyone was swiping up and like they thought I was actually pregnant like they really thought I was pregnant I was so confused I'm like what and I was actually kind of offended I'm like you guys think I'm pregnant. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, you can continue. I just wanted to add that in there. It is not a joke. I feel like when you tell a person that you know, oh, I'm pregnant, they're like, how how did it happen? Like, what what happened? And it's like, you know, just like Kiara was saying, you can get pregnant, like, not only just having sex. It's like once one of my mentors was telling me, you know, you can get pregnant by sitting on a guy's lap. I'm just like, I'm like, okay, now I know that for a fact. 
But it's like, I don't really feel comfortable sitting on a guy's lap, even if I was dating. That's just weird now. But anyways, let's answer the question. Um, So just like Kiara said that she encourages, I don't. I mean, she doesn't encourage it. She doesn't disagree. I I disagree. I feel like I, I would rather have a love life with someone that's clean you know like okay if they had sex once in their life fine it's like you know but to have like a 10 sex times i'm just like i i wouldn't want to have a love life with that person because i feel like you know if they had it so many times they're gonna like that's an obsession so that means they're gonna want it many 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 like they're gonna want it lots of times and i'm just like i'm Oh my god. I feel like I'm okay to say that I disagree. For me, it's not like, for me personally, I wouldn't want to be with a guy that slept with a whole bunch of women. But I know, like, generally speaking, generally, it's not like I'm not the one that's sleeping with all these people. So if other people want to sleep with people, then they can do that as long as yeah, it's totally. safe, as long as it's consensual, and as long as that's what you want, then do whatever. So, like, if it's not affecting me, do whatever you want to do but me personally i know i wouldn't want someone who's had like who has a high body count i wouldn't want to have a high body count but i'm gonna hand it over to alessa now <laughs> i mean um, antonika antonika oh okay <laughs> antonika yeah i'm just sitting here listening but this is definitely a really interesting topic but just to conclude this uh, discussion i want to ask so do you ladies think that it's important to have sexual education in school i know that you know they probably do it from grade six i believe all the way through high school till the end of high school do you ladies think that it actually helps um, so I can get started with this question. Um, I remember starting to talk about like sex in the textbooks in grade seven. I don't remember much in grade six. Um, but in grade seven, the teacher did talk about, you know, pregnancy, abortion, um, unprotected sex, protected sex, things like that. Cause you know, at that type of point, they're going to start opening your mind about this kind of stuff. I guess it's a way to protect us from many, many stuff. But on um, grade eight, there was that that protection didn't work. So yeah. Um, but I feel like it is important at a certain point. I don't approve of like a, like a grade seven really expanding their mind about too much about sex and things like that. But you know getting them started on you know be careful and like what happens when you have sex and things like that what could happen what couldn't happen but I feel like more into getting into high school that it's like like we've been saying it's the point where us teenagers think oh we're prepared for this I feel like at that point it really is important to put them in their minds you know if these things were to happen, are you ready to deal with it? Have you ever wanted a safer online space created just for you? Introducing My Power App, a social connection and mentorship app for girls. With My Power App, you can connect with mentors and girls from diverse backgrounds, access our helplines for support on issues with school, life, relationships, mental health, and so much more. Participate in group chats on diverse topics, learn new skills in our resources hub, 
share your thoughts in a private journal or make them public as stories. My Power app was made for you. This is your safe space to connect and be empowered. We are rooting for you. Join our community and become a girl of power. Now available for download on Android, iOS, and on web. For me, I definitely think it's important and I definitely think it helps. Um, grade seven was when grade seven sex ed was when I learned the most. And that's when I can distinctively remember what we learn. Um, we like grade seven was when they dove into consent, they dove into STDs. Like I remember they taught us about all of them. And I even remember asking my teacher to give me the paper so that I could like have them and remember them because it was a lot. Um, grade six as well, I did learn some new things um but that was more of an introduction and all the other times it was i feel like schools they kind of beat around the bush they never really just get to the point they're never straightforward like even in high school they didn't talk about sex they talked about relationships and it's always talking about relationships talking about relationships but sex is a part of relationships for a lot of kids and they they have questions and they're wondering and when you beat around the bush it makes them seem like they have to do the same as well like I feel like school should be straightforward with it and teach um, valuable information and not the same stuff over and over again. Because if you ask me what I learned last year in grade nine in sex ed, I wouldn't be able to tell you because I, I like nothing valuable. Um, and I also think it should be longer in schools. I know like for me, sex ed was like three days, two or three days of sex ed and that was it. And it's like, you know, you can't cram all that information into us in two days. like. We're gonna like that's not how it works that's not what you do for math or english or science or health or gym so why are you doing it for sex ed when it's equally as important and then the last thing i'll say on that is sex ed at school is important but it starts at home like you can't expect the school to teach your child everything you shouldn't leave the school to teach children everything it starts at home you need to talk to your children about this at home it might be uncomfortable but you know, find ways, find ways that even if you don't wanna talk about it face-to-face, -face, send your child a video link, <laughs> you know, text them, write them a letter, find a way to communicate with them though. So that, you know, and that will also help them to be more open with you. You know, obviously they're not gonna tell you every detail, every single thing, but it will help them feel comfortable to ask you questions and come and talk to you. But um, what do you think, Anthony? Oh, sorry, Alessa. It's okay. So Anthony, before you go, I remember in grade six, and for some reason, on my school bus, a condom was found, okay? And that day, I remember coming home and asking my mom, Mom, what's a condom? Because I, like, I asked a kid that found them, like, what's a condom? He's like, oh, you're learning about that in grade seven. I'm like, okay. So I go home, like, Mom, what's a condom? She's like, um, it's just something that uh, men use. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's all she told me. And then yeah. she just said it was, like she told me, you know, it isn't the moment yet to talk about it. But then as I went into grade seven, grade eight, the teacher didn't tell us what a condom was. She didn't tell us, oh, condoms are used for sex. But I found out as kids talked, and then, you know, at some day at home, and I was like, okay, Alessa, you know, it's time to talk about these little things, okay? So she told me, she's like, you know, you're still young. Okay, you don't do you don't need to be involved in this kind of stuff. Um, condoms are used for this and that reason. And yeah, so it's like just like Kiara said, these little educations start at home. You can't expect 
you know, the teachers to teach everything. And also, you know, sometimes it's better to get it from a parent than from a teacher. I feel like I feel more comfortable talking about these topics with my mom, knowing that, you know, she's not going to go to the street and be like, you know, I spoke to less about this and that. Like, you know, yeah, I feel definitely. comfortable. So parents, if you're listening, talk about all these little things, not just sex. Talk about Halloween and and little things like these because it's like your kids don't like it's better them to get it from you than from friends at school because then their minds get confused okay they get confused and then that's a problem so yeah and something else to add Mm -hmm. about what you said Alessa um parents I, I think it would be good if like they answered the question because you know i know some kids like if the parents and i'm i'm not saying you know go into extensive detail and tell them everything there is to know but depending on their age answer the question accordingly because i know like if that were me and my mom answered the question like that i would probably go and google it myself like i would i would mm-hmm. want to see myself and i but i know it's hard because i remember i was watching a movie with my sister once and it was in french and the kids in the movie had found a condom in the woods and my sister was reading the subtitles and she's like what's a condom and i told her it was a balloon <laughs> and that was because i was so like i didn't expect her to ask that it was so out of like oh and since i'm her sister like i'm not her mom so i didn't know if i should have told her mm-hmm. what it was so i just like quick reaction i was like it's a balloon and after that i was like why did i tell her that like i should not have told her that so make sure you educate your kids accordingly to what you know different things are don't lie don't lie (laughs) like me for sure i definitely hear what um what you ladies said and i think it's important as well i do know that some parents don't really agree with schools teaching sexual education on kids. But you know, if if you are one of those parents, then it is important that you are open with your child, just like, you know, what Kiera and Alessa went into. But I also wanted to look at it in a different way because I feel like when schools, you know, when we have health class and they talk about sex and stuff like that, they go in a you know very physical things like of course you know there are sexual transmitted diseases and stuff like that but i also feel like there is also like the psychological effect of it that we don't really talk about it much this is like a little quick story time i remember i told you ladies this before that in my school bathroom stalls like it's full with stories and there's this one that i remember specifically was this girl she said i don't know her but i was reading the story um and she said that she was dating this person or she was talking to this person for some time and then they went to the park and he had sex with her and then the next day they were not talking anymore and she was just feeling you know she was she she was depressed like so for people like that like you know you're of course you have to also talk about the psychological effects of it and how it can actually affect you as a person emotionally if you are not prepared for it um but this just came to my mind but before we wrap up just a quick question so for girls like you know like this story that i just told where you were with a person but that person wasn't really interested in you they're more so interested in your body like how do you protect yourself from such people in you know such relationships yeah kira i know go ahead (laughs) Um, I think noticing the signs because I think like you can always tell and if this person is very persistent with wanting 
to have sex with you or wanting you to to send them pictures and whatnot i think just to like test it out to see are they willing to wait are they willing to wait you know even if you do want to have sex with the person if you think that they might just be using you make them wait don't just you know give them what they want and if they if they say well oh well you're not gonna have sex with me then i'm gonna break up with you then let them go because they didn't want you for you they wanted you to have sex with you and that's it so i think just noticing those little signs and we could go into that in another episode i know we are pretty deep into this one so i'm gonna let antonika go yeah no like like you said you know some people they will tell you that oh yeah i know don't worry about it i'm not even thinking about that i just like you and stuff like that but then you will know them by their fruits those kind of people they would do things they will ask you for things and like if you're not comfortable with any of these things don't like don't do it don't do it for anybody especially if he says oh if you don't do this then you don't love me this is the only way that you can show that you know you actually have feelings for me that is the biggest lie of you know like people always say but like don't don't even give in to you know these sort of things but that will conclude today's topic of discussion and also I wanted to tell our listeners today that feel free to actually share your thoughts and you know give your opinions in the comments after you finish listening to these and we also want to hear from you and the things that you have to say about certain topics that we discussed but over to you Alessa before we wrap up I feel like with what comes with the story of Antonika um I feel like it's like I feel like you know how he stopped talking to her sometimes okay it could be that he just wanted his body but sometimes people are just so nervous after they do something with the person they're just so nervous to go up to the person and like 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 they feel like it's gonna be awkward that they don't go and talk to you but that's different cases but like kiara said that's for another episode but thank you for listening and you know this conversation was very interesting ladies we need to put sex straight like we don't want anyone definitely confused once again another amazing discussion thank you ladies for participating and giving your input i hope those of you listening enjoyed that episode you know this is a conversation that has a lot of different parts to unpack and we're not done unpacking yet so i want you everyone that's listening to look out for part three of teenagers and sex and you know for part three we may or may not have a male host helping us finish unpacking this conversation and if you have anything else you want to add to the conversation any questions you want to ask or any stories that you want to tell us be sure to dm at power to girls ca or you can just download my power app And we have lots of mentors there who you can talk to, lots of amazing people on the app who you can connect with. So I think your best bet is to just download that. Until next week. Bye. Bye.